listening to a PK Olawale sermon. Prepare to be blessed. He's working for you now. He worked for you yesterday. He's going to be there working for you tomorrow. For I will never leave you nor forsake you. How are the hidden rage? And the people imagine the vain thing. The kings of yet set themselves. And the rulers take counsel against the Lord and against his anointed. Saying, Let us break their bands asunder. He who sits in heaven will hold them in direction. He will laugh at them in his sore displeasure. They trust in chariots and in horses. But we will remember the name. For the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies, even my foes, arise to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fell. For one thing I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord, to behold the beauty of God and inquire in His temple. Can someone say he's walking? If we go to your office, what do we see? We see Jesus walking. In your marriage, he's walking. In your life, he's walking. In your business, he's walking. Someone shout, Jesus is walking! He never stops. Never stops walking. Even when you stop walking, he doesn't go on holiday. A very present help in the time of need. Luke 22. Can we have our text? We're praying tonight. Don't worry, don't bother sitting down. Now, we're praying tonight. I need you to pray from the depth of your heart. God will have us pray tonight. Please, you've not taken your communion material, just signal and someone will get it to you you don't have one yet even when I can see you you walk in when I lay down you walk in never stop walking God <laughs> and he took the bread and gave thanks and break it and gave it unto them saying this is my body which is given for you this do in remembrance of me you read verse 20 the communion is the ring of engagement and the token of relationship that Jesus put in the finger of the church. You look at mama's hand, she'll have a ring. Pastor's hand, he has a ring. They exchanged it. That is the token of relationship. This is what the communion is between Jesus and us. 
So anytime we come for communion, what you are doing is what they call renewal of vows. That's why it says, don't stop. Keep doing this in remembrance. Don't just do it. Do it because we are in love. The redemption in this blood, we can never be grateful enough for it. The damage this blood did to darkness, darkness can never recover from it. This is the blood of my covenant. There are seven places that this covenant spoke while Jesus was dying. His blood was shed in seven different places. And each one undid something that was a bondage A prison or a curse on our lives tonight we're going to go through the seven in prayer oh please pray and guess what you're not here for anybody call on Jesus from the depth of your heart that is 628 Job and he shall pray unto God and God shall be favorable unto him for he shall he see his face with joy for he renders unto man his righteousness ask you receive seek you find knock the door shall be opened for he that asketh and to him that knocketh get busy with your Jesus tonight forget me I'm forgetting you for in a single moment now, like you're not here. God said in the beginning, I told someone, I said, I'm so glad I'm here myself. This convention says it will allot portions and divide inheritances. Number one point where Jesus shed his blood, get some money. Gethsemane was the first place where Jesus shed his blood. The Bible says, if you read that scripture, Luke 22, 44, the Bible says, and he prayed, being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Tell your neighbor, pray tonight. Come on, I can't hear you, joy overflow. Pray tonight. He prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling to the ground there was a curse on mankind a curse brought by the fall you see that in chapter 3 verse 19 of Genesis in the sweat of your face shall you eat bread in other words you continue to struggle Nothing will come easy. Do you know what God is saying here? Grace is suspended from your life, man. In Jesus' name, grace will not be suspended over your life. So when Jesus shed his blood, the first point in Gethsemane, 
He removed sweat. So he said, from now, you will walk. You will not labor. There's, there's a difference. You will walk. You will not labor. Labor means you, everything you do, everything you get only comes by your strength. Everything you get only comes by your strength. You need to take 10 steps to achieve one thing. But when grace is there, you take one step, you achieve 10. You are going to pray tonight. You'll be speaking to this. It's a different communion tonight. I cannot sweat anymore. No more hard labor. You say, Father, come on, let me hear you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for taking away my sweat. You have paid for it. Jesus, you paid for my labor. You paid for my hardship. By virtue of this covenant and this communion tonight, I come against every difficulty, every struggle in my life. Tonight, be broken. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Oh, speak, speak. We are just warming up. Are you praying? Anything that has to do with struggle, any form of hardship, struggle in loving God, struggle in prayer, struggle in obeying God, everything that has to do, no more hard labor, strength will give way for grace. Strength will give way for grace. Are you praying? Strength gives way for grace. Nabarada yagahata, remo sopa taliada, ena pakela bokore, jete ebo sopala. Ina ma by virtue of this covenant, I command right now, marele le barano hote, epratarose. Any form of struggle in any area of my life, you are broken by this covenant. As I drink tonight, as I eat tonight, in this covenant. Strength gives way for grace. Labor gives way for help. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, the victorious. Amen. Number two. Second place. Jesus shed his blood. John 19 verse 1. The Bible says, Then Pilate took Jesus, scorched him, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. They beat him to a stupor. His flesh was torn so that every ounce of blood in the system will escape. Isaiah 52, 14 says, His visage was so mad, we could not recognize him when we saw him. Jesus was beaten beyond recognition. Every strife that came on his body, 
First Peter 2.24 Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were 2015 God gave me an instruction I was slow to obey he sent my mom to me she was praying in our room God told her he, he gave me the instruction in January what was the instruction? cancel all your meetings and go and rest take a holiday I said okay Lord when I finish this meeting and that meeting the Lord told me two times I kept deferring now at some level of relationship with God such things are not acceptable at all my mom in March was praying and God told her in her closet she called me and said God told me he told you to go and rest and you have refused to rest please my son I beg you go and rest I said mom I'll rest no problem when I finished a particular program in August my itinerary usually my itinerary is whatever but for COVID God allowed me finish that program in August I finished ministering on Sunday by Monday ER came to carry me I was in the emergency room And I've not been sick. Sickness very far. My organs were packing up one after the other. First was my lungs. Then my liver. Then my heart. So when they now saw the heart, they said they had to rush me in and do an immediate surgery. That what they saw is bad. You know, when it was long, I knew where the problem was. Okay, I knew where the problem came from. When it was lung and liver, I was still taking their medication. I was still be in the hospital. When they now said heart, and they now need to open me up and do, ah, no, no, no. My engine will not knock. This is the engine. Can you imagine? <laughs> this engine cannot knock. So I, I told the doctor, discharge me. He said, I have to sign. I said, bring your sign. So I got home. Moved into my guest room. Guest room in the house. Told my wife, get to me communion materials. So I first of all told the Lord, I said, Jesus, I am sorry. Uh, this is a stupid boy. A silly boy that has come back to his father. Lord, you know how you human being. And sometimes, you are the one that created me. You know how my head could be sometimes. Do you understand? When you see me talk to God, you laugh. <laughs> I report myself. <laughs> I said, Lord, you already know I'm going to apologize. But I've learned the lesson. Ah, Baba Blue. I won't do it again. <laughs> Lord, uh, by your help, it won't happen again. I'll be quick to obey. I settled with my father. The moment I settled with my father, Satan has no more space in that place. So after a week of covenant, same thing I was praying, I'm telling you to pray. So I went back to the doctor. So doctor, they had gotten all the specialists ready. That today, so they wanted to do a, a, um, a stress test, then do something else and blah, 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 blah. Brethren, 
They put me on the treadmill. I expected that in some few seconds, uh, they were ready. Uh, one, two. When it was 22 minutes, and I was, <laughs> I was still going. They did their, I don't know what they call it, whatever. All the hair and uh, FMI. They did everything. The doctor asked me what happened. I said, I, no, I told, I told him covenant happened. What did I say happened? Covenant happened. When is sweat paid for you? Jesus suffered what medical science called debitation. When you are under pressure, severe stress, your arteries, is it arteries or capillaries now? What do you call it? They begin to leak blood. Mix up with your sweat and come out and sweat leak blood. That was what, when Jesus paid for your labor. You can't be under stress again. It's covenant. Please, you are better served notice yourself to whatever is in your body called sickness. If Jesus paid for it, it is called double jeopardy. If Jesus, it has been paid for and you have been arrested on the same matter again. Where is that coming from? Are you ready? Say, Father, thank you for your blood. Thank you for your stripes. In the name of Jesus, every sickness, every unwellness in my body, in my mind, in my mental health, you have no right here. By virtue of covenant, by stripes, I've been healed. Right now, from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, all through my mind, liberty, freedom, freedom, liberty, peace. Lift up your voice and begin to declare. Come on, declare. If there's a arthritis, the spirit of arthritis, I command you out of that body. You foul spirit of arthritis, come out of that body now. Every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of infirmity in anybody here tonight, covenant is against you. Out. Are you talking to it? If you have been diagnosed with something, mention his name. Out. You got no space here. You have been paid for. You have been destroyed by his stripes. I'm healed already. Come on. Jesus, mighty name, we declare. Say again in the name of Jesus. Body, mind, 
hear me you belong to me you are meant to work for me you will never work against me anymore I decree from today you will obey the word of the Lord concerning me you will function well for me to serve the Lord in the name of Jesus come on lift your voice and shout hallelujah number three top point where he shed his blood Bible says in John 19 verse 2 and they put on his head a crown everybody read want to read in Genesis 3 verse number 18 God in cursing man said this ground thorns and tissues shall he bring forth for you thorns and tissues shall he bring forth for you listen ladies and gentlemen you notice when God said let me explain this everything that was in the garden and that had been created from the beginning was planted by God every plantation Adam didn't plant anything all he was doing was taking care of what God had planted so God was the farmer Adam was the gardener gardener is to tend the garden God now said this ground that auto produces all until Genesis 2 there was nothing called thorns on the earth no tissues and you notice that thorns and tissues they don't need you to plant them they just show up it's a curse if you read the parable of the sow and the seed the third ground after the pathway the rock the third one fell among thorns now no sower will go and throw his seed among thorns so the thorns were not plants as at that time they were also seed how do I know number one it would be an insane sower that will see thorns and go and sow put his seed among them the second proof is the fact that Bible says and the thorns sprang up which means it was also a seed they didn't see it there his own job is not to stop the the own plant from growing. It's just his job is to make sure that it doesn't yield fruit. Of the first three, it was the only one that sprang up. And his root was good. Unlike the second one. But it never yielded any fruit. There are things that their own job is just to pollute pollution does not kill it just makes sure that you are ineffective God didn't say because these stones are now going to come out from the earth the other plants are going to stop they didn't stop but the tons and tissues started growing together Hagar and Sarah started living in the same house 
Amalekites and Jebusites started staying with the sons of inheritance. Whenever you have a son of promise, there must be another son of the bondwoman that will make life hard for the son of promise. They are not there to kill you or destroy you. They just make sure that you will never be optimal in life. This paid for it. Your head. The crown was put on the head. That was when the authority of man was now compromised. Authority was restored to you by this. Ability to reign was restored to you by this. Brethren, you will reign. In this land, you will reign. In your family, you will reign. Jesus will reign in Canada. So you are going to declare by virtue of the blood of this covenant. Say after me, by virtue of the blood of this covenant. Thoughts and tissues can no longer grow in my land. Do you understand what I'm saying? Satan knows he cannot uproot your plant. But when men sleep, he can sow thorns and tissues. What's their job? To choke the plant. Not so that it won't grow, but that it will not yield a harvest. Anything that seeks to corrupt God's promise on your life, this has dealt with it. No, no, no. It's not a prayer. It is something that done what Jesus wanted on the cross. You are just establishing your rights. Affirming your position. So by that authority of the crown on the head, you are going to begin to declare by virtue of this covenant, anything in my heart, in my life, in my career, in my ministry, in my home that is making me ineffective not allowing me be optimal in life not allowing me be the best I can be for God for the people around me and for myself by this blood by this blood you are wasted by this blood you become ineffective by this blood I command every thorn in my life you die tonight lift up your voice and begin to declare declare tonight patafaro sebayala shelela koke iprasabro hote epararonde gason kelahani vendabaso palayada iakatola baso every hega that has found their way into the family every born child that is struggling inheritance with the child of promise by virtue of this covenant you lose your position you are no longer effective we send you out we send you out in the name of are you come on pray
In Jesus' name we pray. You are going to pray again. Whatever he's saying, I will not be what God wants me to be. I judge you tonight. The Bible says, No weapon of warfare from the gates you shall prosper. Any tongue that rises against you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the sons of God. It is your right. So you are going to lift up your voice. Say in the name of Jesus. Come on louder. In the name of Jesus. Everything and anything that stands against me being the best God wants me to be. I judge you tonight. I judge you tonight. I judge you tonight. Lift up your voice and judge it. I judge waste. I judge envy. Every corruption. We send out the child of the born woman by virtue of the covenant. In Jesus' name, we pray. Next one, number four. The fourth place where the blood and the covenant resonated was when Jesus was slapped. See, if you only read the New Testament, you won't see this one. All you read in the book of Luke 22 64 is the fact that Jesus was slapped. They put a blindfold on his face. They slapped him and they were mocking him that he, if he's a prophet, he should tell the person who slapped him. But it wasn't just an ordinary slap. Isaiah 50, verse number 6. Quickly, Isaiah 50, verse 6. Bible says, this is Jesus speaking. I gave my back to the smithers and my cheek to them who plucked off what they actually did, sir. Jesus had beards. They took a hold of his beards, ripped it off. In the Middle East, that is the height of shame for a man. Second Samuel in chapter number 10. You see a story there from verse 1. The king of Ammon died. So David sent an emissary to Hanan, the son, who took over to commiserate with him the death of his father the Bible says some counselors told him David is sending spies those guys are not here to sympathize with you they are here to spy out the land so Hannah now took them he removed half of their beards ripped their clothes so that their bomb was showing now sent them on the way the news got to David that is the height of shame for a man that your beard is ripped off in the Middle East those days. David now told them they shouldn't come yet. They should wait in the place until their beards grow back. 
one of the things that sin brought is shame shame Psalm 25 verse 1 unto thee O Lord do I lift up my soul oh my God I trust in you let me not be ashamed let not my enemies so if there's anything in your life that looks like shame you know the opposite of shame is honor by virtue of this covenant brethren honor came into our life expect nothing short of honor shame gives way Zechariah 1, you see a story there. The Bible says there were four horns. Their own job was to suppress everybody, every man in Judah, so that they cannot raise their head. In other words, they will always bow their heads down in shame because they are not up to par. When you are a man and you cannot joyfully handle your responsibilities, it brings shame. You are going to pray. This one says your life is not allowed to be ashamed. What did I say? So you are going to begin to speak to any area of your life where you are experiencing shame. My sister, please come. The one in black. Yes, ma'am. Come. Ma, I need to pray this prayer with all your heart. God is going to visit everything around you. What causes you to be ashamed or seem to be ashamed in the family? God is going to turn it to a testimony. So I need you with all your heart to pray. Brethren, you can, this disqualifies you from shame. Tell your neighbor, I'm disqualified from shame. I didn't hear you. Oh, oh. Let me not start singing yet. I am celebrating now. I'm hearing the Lord laugh. Is it okay for you to just also laugh? Uh, we are laughing at the devil. Oh! Hey! Oh! Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to God. Hey! Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory.
Can you sing it with all your heart? For the Lord will laugh at them. In his saw displeasure. Jo- Joseph said, You meant it for evil, but God, if you believe tonight that everything that caused you shame. Is now a point of celebration. Give a shout to God. God laugh. There is no need to pray. Next one. Somebody you are going home in honor. Hey, I got. Man, hombre, papera comiasa. There was a guy. There was a guy called Haman. Found himself in a position of power. Wanted everyone to worship him. Not just respect him, worship him. Because he was close to the king. But we don't worship men where we come from. All worship goes to Jehovah alone. Because we won't bow down to worship him. He now decided that he's going to make us ashamed. Meanwhile, one day he came around and everybody was worshiping him again and we refused to worship him he got very angry and furious he went home to tell his wife that everybody is respecting me except these people enjoy overflow and his wife wise woman his wife said if the people enjoy overflow are of the stock of Abraham. You have not just started falling. You will continue and continue and continue to fall. He didn't listen. He didn't listen. You see, the fact that they are still, it looks like they are winning. They are not winning. God is trying to be just. He's giving them a time to repent. But it seems tonight their time has expired. Yeah. 
Many people had gone. Our church had gone to a place in Lagos called Takwa Bay Island. They call it Sodom and Gomorrah. That's the hub of prostitutes in Lagos. So they wanted to have one more crusade. They were not expecting anything because the, guy, the, the ladies will repent and they will go back into prostitution. There seemed to be a stronghold on as long as you're on that island. So I went there with my team and the Lord spoke to me about the place. The day we were to go and have within two minutes, now I'm not exaggerating, within two minutes, bright clouds gave way to dark clouds. The rain began to pour like there was no yesterday. Heavy rain, downpour. And you know what Jesus did? When the rain started, was when people now left their house to come to crusade ground. After preaching, I felt a kick in my spirit. God wants to use me to end what's going on on this island. So the Lord told me to speak. I spoke into the air. I wasn't speaking to anybody. All the authorities that wants to keep enslaving this place, your time is up. We finished the crusade, we left. Every week for five weeks, one major person was dying. God cleared them. Five of them. God cleared them. For the first time, 80% of the converts remained. You will not be ashamed. Your faces do not look like faces of people that can never be ashamed. But whoever and whichever person has made it their own duty that you'll be ashamed. I stepped into my apostolic cloak. I declare over them. The gallows that a man set up for Mordecai. A man is the one who took it over. Proverbs 26, 27. He that did get a picture for daring. Whoever throws a stone, he shall go back. I command them to be satisfied by their own gallows in the name of Jesus. Number five. Next point where the, the blood gushed out. Jesus was on the cross. Now listen carefully to this too. They nailed his feet to the cross. You know the cross? The cross has a horizontal beam and now, was the feet nailed to the vertical or the horizontal? Vertical. Vertical is relationship between man and God. Horizontal is relationship between man and man. This covenant makes walking with God, W-A-L-K. This makes it easy to fellowship with Jesus. Amen. 
you will walk with God. Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. As we renew our vow, you are going to ask the Lord, Lord, I want to be closer to you. I want to know you more. This gives me access. Hebrews 4.18, come boldly to the throne of grace. That you might receive grace and mercy to help in the time of need. For blessed is the man whom the Lord caused to draw near. Lord, as I drink and eat tonight, dig a well of hunger for you in my heart. Go ahead and pray. Just pray. Bless you, sir. Oh, come on. Are you crying? Are you te- Lord, I want to know you more. As I eat and drink tonight, dig a well of hunger. That, Lord, I will hunger and thirst for you. I will love to spend time with you. That, Father, I might love you more. Your love in my heart will go deeper. That, Jesus, you'll be the most precious thing to me. In Jesus' name we pray. Number six. I just love Marat. So efficient. The hands. Y'all listening tonight. The hand was the sixth place where the blood gushed out. Your walk for God work for God your service brethren you cannot die serving God insurance <laughs> this, this one is more than Geico you are insured you need to anytime God sends me an assignment I misbehave do you know when you have covering that nobody can deal with I'm serious you need to see me on the field I love misbehaving. Your service. And your service to God is not to Him directly because He created you to be of a blessing to my life and your life and your life and your life. There's something, an ability gave you that's meant to benefit my life. So when you're serving men, you're serving him. Not the men that take advantage of you. When you sing and you fast and you pray, 
because you are going to lead praise worship for 20 minutes huh you are making sure that me coming to church that day my life will change we don't just mount here ask the Lord Lord use me for your glory go ahead and talk to him use me for your glory Lord Use me for your glory. Lord, use me to bring somebody to know you. Use me to bring someone to church. Use me to lead somebody to the saving grace, to the cross. Lord, use me to save souls. Use me to heal the sick. Use me to set the captives free. Use me to deliver the oppressed, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Finally, number five. Number seven. Have you noticed, ladies and gentlemen? I'll say that finally. The side. While he was on the cross, John 1934. While Jesus was on the cross, some soldier pierced his side. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side and fought with came. They're out. Blood and water. This is where the church was born. When a woman is giving birth, it's blood that comes out at the same time. Brother, you're not a bastard. You were born. That's why we say you are born again. John 1.13 Bible says from verse 11, he came unto his own, his own to receive them not. Verse 12, to as many as received them to them, give you power to become the sons of God, even to those who believe on his name. Verse 13, who are born, not of the will of man, nor the will of the flesh, but of God. First John 5, 4, whosoever is born of God, overcomes the world. This is the victory. Even our faith. Once you are born, man, your first name is Overcomer. Yes, yes, What's your name? Overcomer. God bless you, my brother. <laughs> High five. What's your name? Do you know what that means? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver him from some of them. Oh, How many will you overcome? Oh. Yes, sir. This made me an overcomer. Which means it's too late for me to fail. Do you know even if I, I have to try hard to fail? My default mode is to overcome. Here you are going to thank the Lord for giving you grace to overcome. 
Go ahead and thank him. Thank you, Marat. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Victory belongs to him. Thank him, thank him. Don't sing now. Thank. Thank. No, don't sing. Just thank the Lord who made you an overcomer. Thank the Lord who made you an overcomer. Be grateful. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. And as you eat tonight, whatever situation I've been proving stubborn, you are, go- you are going to overcome. Yes. Somebody's overcoming unemployment. Yes. You are overcoming delay. Yes. I'm nagging on that one. You are overcoming delay. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, yes. on whose blood we stand in covenant, you overcome delay. Whatever has been lingering, promises that have been delayed, from tonight, in the name of Jesus, their performance is hastened. The mystery of it is this, sir. When Jesus' blood, body was, when Jesus was done, on resurrection morning, every part that was torn was fixed. You won't even know anything happened to him. But there were only two he kept. The handprint, which is your service to him, and the feet, which is your fellowship with God. Anytime, at any moment, while others the evidence is really not there anymore. God is saying, if you will walk with me and walk for me, I will always, there will be evidences of your walk with me and walk for me, perpetually, eternal evidence. Now we are going to eat this and drink. Then we celebrate. Then we just for five minutes. And the same night he took the bread. And when he broke it, he said, This is my body broken for you. Do this as much as you do it in remembrance of me. Can we eat the bread? And after that, he took the cup and he said, this is my blood of the new covenant which is shared for you. From the first point to the very last. Seven is the number of completion. And Jesus said, 1930 John, it is finished. 
notice he didn't say i have finished neither did he say i am finished he said it is the job everything needed for you to live a good life in serving god in fellowshiping with god and living the blessed life on earth is finished however the cross is just the beginning god is not finished with you yet that's why he didn't say i have finished neither did he say i am finished because he will resurrect on the third day and he will live on and on and on as we drink this tonight evidence of this covenant will begin to pursue you overtake you manifest to all in the name of jesus let's drink can you give thanks briefly give thanks briefly give thanks briefly give thanks briefly come on give thanks to jesus